That's why we have the same surname. That's exactly why we have the same surname. Can we just talk about your laugh as well, please? I love it. It is a very... You're the you know first... What? The you laugh is hilarious. It's such a Michael Mack... Uh, uh, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know what? Not people. Not many people get to hear this loud. Yeah. Yes. Respectfully. What's going on, everybody? This is Ori Styler on the Respectfully Podcast, Episode Ten. We are in the Ed Fringe edition of the podcast. For those who don't, who've never heard last week, go back and listen to it. Uh, last week, last episode was like three days ago. Uh, basically, I'm up in Edinburgh Fringe for the entire month for the Fringe Festival, and that is obviously for like what a month up until the end of August. So yeah, me, I'm away from home, which means I'm away from my guy Mickey. Shout out to Mickey, the engineer, who is not here with me on this one, but he's here in spirit. Mickey will link up when we get back to England. As simple as that. But whilst I'm up here, what I said I would do is I make sure I talk to all of my comedy friends and family, and I've got two more guests on the podcast with me to my right hand side I've got Taniwa Malunge did I say that correctly yes you did okay Perfect. good I've been practicing it's the second time do you know what it is because you talk about it on stage about people yeah. saying your name etc right so I want to yeah. make sure I got it down to a T and let me see if I got this correct right this is a difficult one to say on my left hand side I've got um uh Katie Green yeah that is correct got yes. it correct exactly. yes come on <laughs> how you guys doing how you feeling yeah, yeah, good, man. I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm content. You're content. I'm content. Nice, and you as well. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm, I'm, I've not been at a good place for a long time. So I'm, That's like, what I I'm like, I'm like, this feels great. I mean, it's not not having the day job. Yeah. It's so good, this isn't it? Yeah, oh, very, you know what? Mm. And, and being around, like, being able to walk on the street and seeing people you know, and just. Being oh, like, you like oh. doing that? I, I like trying to avoid everybody. If I'm yeah, honest, I'm not a people person. You know what? I've I, drove past you lot a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? I'm playing. I'm only messing around. I would have been really mad. Nah, nah. I'm only messing around. Every Tesla I see now, I'm gonna be like, hey. If it's if it, if I see you guys, I promise you. I love that you said you have a nice car. You didn't say it was a Tesla. I oh. was thinking Merc or Benz or something like that. You, you didn't know. You didn't know I drove a Tesla. I didn't know you drove a Tesla. I drive yeah. a Tesla. But you you are me in ten years, and I can't wait. <laughs> you are literally living my eventual life i can't do you know when i when people say that to me about like driving the tesla in terms of that's dreams and goals yeah. it's not that difficult to get yeah. people think it's super expensive yeah it might be a bit more pricier than certain cars up front however two things one getting a tesla is not that much more expensive at all it could easily be cheaper than some bmws or mercedes-benz which you see yeah. a lot of people driving anyway now and two what you pay up front, you save later on. Like I don't do more than 50, 40, 50 pounds of fuel every month. And as a comedian, I'm driving everywhere. Right. Cause I charge at home. I charge at home for cheap. Um, if I charge when I'm on the road, like if I go to um, like a services and do a fast charge, I only do it for a little bit, but it gives me enough of a charge to get to where I'm getting to. And I can charge most places for free. Well, not most, some places like Tesco's. Yeah. You can charge it free for three hours. Yeah. So it's not that expensive. No, you say I, it's not yeah. that expensive, but yeah. I'm struggling for £1.65 on the bus. Oh, so okay. <laughs> you better, like... If that's the case, then yeah, maybe... It's a bit out of... Tesla might not be in your portion right now. Not but, right now. Not right now. Yeah. Have you got the enhancement on your uh, Tesla that lets Autopilot. you uh, put in the uh, flashlight to suck your dick for you? Oh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Where did you get this from? Have you not seen that? That's, no. It's online. 
mine. Oh, dude, you gotta watch the same YouTube I'm on. I don't want to watch your YouTube. <laughs> I don't know what you've been deep diving wow. on, but I've never. I thought you were gonna say something like autopilot. No, I didn't no, know. Well, it's an autopilot of a sense. So, so wow. <laughs> yeah, usually, I, a lot of people want wow. to drive That's stick, disgusting. but I, I, I'm, a, I'm more of an automatic kind of guy. You know, know in this world, I. <laughs> That's disgusting. I'm lying. This is great. Yeah, love wow. This. You love this, innit? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Wow. So <laughs> I didn't know that's why you got a Tesla. No, I didn't. That is I not why you were I got it. I didn't know it could do, like, I feel like he's joking, but it doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me if there was someone who found, yeah. like, uh, a, a peripheral that you could plug into the USB port yeah. and then it starts doing do all that. Yeah, that sounds like yeah, some good you gotta, intel you gotta, shit. You gotta, I love yeah. that. Well, dude, um, you're looking at the flashlight comedian right here. I am the guy. Okay. I am the I've got it. I've got a deal in the works. We can. <laughs> I am the flashlight comedian. And you guys are sharing. In an apartment, <laughs> aren't you? Am I right in saying that? Not yeah. beds, obviously, but you're sharing an apartment. We are. We do. We do live so together do you, now, yeah. and I will be moving out today. Okay. <laughs> do you ever hear any noises from next door? The rooms a bit of breathing heavy, and like, and you know, Tyler was not working out, but you know, something active is going on in there. Do you ever hear stuff like that? No, I. I if so don't. I'd make a few phone calls and say, "Listen, listen, Pleasance, um, <laughs> uh, Tyler is uh, he's prepping for a show in ways that I don't." <laughs> What's it like? I don't think anyone's brought someone home back yet. I don't think I've heard anyone. There's no. four of you. Yeah. I, I, do you. Do you really think one of the four of you are going to be bringing someone back? Yeah, of course, someone I'm, is. I wouldn't. I'm, it's not going to be me. It's going to be it's you. Absolutely not going to be. Absolutely no. no. How you can use. I don't like anyone in my space. Like, <laughs> Fair dues. I really just don't. I'm with you on that one. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I just... I also just feel like that. I, it just because we're in uni accommodation, so it just yeah. feels too like close together. Too, it just feels too like childish. You're like, yeah, like yeah. we're like, oh, like let's be on this single bed, like. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah it is. I, what side do you want to sleep on, top <laughs> or bottom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's the case, then yeah, I, I wouldn't want to. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So we, all right. It's good you have standards. I have no bo moral bottom, so. How do we keep going? The thing is, right? Uh, you may not. You do know this because we've had conversations. You sound like someone who is very particular and has all the standards, right? Yeah. But then you describe some of the things you describe <laughs> in the voice that you speak in, and all of a sudden it's an illusion breaker, right? Do you, it's like yeah. if, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if Winston Churchill owned a brothel. It would be like that. That is you. So when you sound like how you sound and to say some of the cruddiest of things that you say, the contradiction's wild. <laughs> it's almost as if I'm hiding behind the yeah, yeah, a very kind of like yeah. prestige with the way you yeah. articulate yourself, the way you speak <laughs> and how you put yourself forward. Then all of a sudden, so did you get the flashlight update yeah. on the car and stuff? <laughs> Tadawa, I'm worried about you sometimes. I'm a, I'm a I don't know who the real Tadawa is, the cruddy guy or the or the. It's both. It's, it's fucking both. both. It's both. It's both. I am a classy, gentle, kind, sick, depraved cunt. <laughs> Fair enough. If that's you, both. Things. You're living your dream, and he's next door to you. I'm gonna keep yeah. reminding you of this. Just gonna keep reminding you of this. One day, the real Tadawa is gonna stand up, oh and it's gonna God. be you knocking on the door, saying, "Can you shut up?" Oh and he'll come in, come in and make me, and it will be really. I don't want to scare no one here. Am I putting my make you feel worried about this? No, you know, you know what? I'll just, I don't know. I don't know. I'll just climb out the window. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> Fair oh, enough. The windows don't open enough. Oh, yeah. As I found out yesterday, I <coughs> locked myself out the fucking flat. You, I didn't, wait, this is, 
Tadu, I'm worried about you. This is day three, day three of, the, of fr- the fringe. I got so <laughs> drunk um, on the like the the opening night of the play, and I didn't. Like, we were talking. I didn't have the set I wanted to have. Yeah. And so I just got blindingly drunk, and we just stayed out, and everyone was there. Mm. All of my friends I never to see were there, and then like um, I was so hungover, and like I went. All, you know, I've, I've, I'm not at the age where hangovers are physically destroyed. Okay, how, how old are you now? I'm 25. Okay, yeah, you got but, time like, before they match. I'm up. at the age now where hangovers like I go all the way to the bottom now. Like I'm okay. oh, like oh I should stop comedy and then I oscillate to I'm okay and then I oscillate oh, wow. to I should kill myself. That's anxiety, isn't it? Anxiety. Yeah. That's what yeah. my friend but, calls like, it. I get all the wow. way to the bottom and I was I was high as shit as well. And so like when this jacket came, I was so excited to get the jacket. Wait, he that, told me, is this the jacket you were yeah, talking about? This is the jacket. That's I locked nice myself jacket. out the flat. Did he tell you about this? No, you didn't. So, <laughs> all right, can I say what you want to say? Yeah, you say it. So basically, I saw him at the courtyard. I was like, yo, Tad, you're going to say hello, but you didn't see me. I know you didn't see me. I was only being playful when I said that. He was like, no, no, I'm sorry, bro. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm here and that. And we greeted each other and we spoke. And I asked him how his show went, one of the shows that he did. And he went, I, 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 I bombed. And bombed so hard that I went and bought a new jacket. And I was like, how does that add up? And he goes, anytime that he feels like he bombs at a show, he goes shopping. <laughs> Oh right, and God. I said, "Well, you better fix up at this fringe because you'll have a whole new wardrobe if you end up doing the entire show or your run of shows, and you keep bombing. You imagine that you'll be broke, yeah, yeah. you'll be all your money spent on clothes. You have yeah. a new wardrobe, but you'll leave, and everyone will think that guy weren't funny, but he looks fantastic in that outfit." <laughs> So yeah, also, he stinks. It's hot now. And yeah, well, that's it. another thing. Yeah. Why are you? But, <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing that? I don't know. A big, you got a big <laughs> Balenciaga, right? I, I, no, no, this oh, is, no. This is, this is G drops. Some some shit. Uh, some uh, oh O drops. No, it's it's a uh, Okay, it's still uh, a nice jacket. Yeah, it's quite yeah, it's a nice jacket. He bought a Bershka jacket. Now, even though Scotland isn't like, I mean, it's not like where you're from. It's mm. not like Cali, right? Right. Yeah. Mm. No. But it's, it's still. Like you wouldn't walk around with that jacket here, would you? No. Not at this moment in time, no. No, maybe later on in the year, but you what yeah. I've got I've got a red fur coat in the wardrobe as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. this guy's in the room next door to yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna yeah. keep throwing that to you. Every time yeah, he says something wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any things that you do if you have a bad show? Um I you know what, I think I'm getting to terms with having bad sets. I think like I'm it's it has to be like a whole bunch of bad things have to have happened yeah. for me to really get that that upset about it anymore. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's just because I went through like post lockdown, I went through that whole phase of just bombing, bombing, bombing. We bombing. all did because we did we we hadn't been working for a while. We had 100%. to try to find our routine again, didn't we? Yeah, and I yeah. think that really helped me be like, I don't know, I've just got to keep on doing this, got to figure out. And then mm. also, I think there's also the joy, this this the little joys of realizing, getting off stage and be like, I did this wrong. I did this wrong. Yeah. I did this wrong. And um, I think that's where, like, I evaluate myself after after shows and stuff like that. And just, I, did, I think I, I just, See, you know. Do you get, all right, with that post-show evaluation, do mm. you get to a point where you start getting too critical of yourself? Because I've been doing that recently, even though I know the show is, is decent. Right. And it's at a good point. I still come out going, nah, I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think slightly, but I also do think that that's where the growth is. Because if there's things, if there's moments, if you have the self-awareness to be like something, I think there's so many elements of like, sometimes you might be in a situation where like, yeah, they just weren't your audience. Yeah, that happens. But I think, I think 
most usually, especially at my level, there's things and and that I don't have in my arsenal okay. to be able to handle certain things yeah. and realizing yeah. where those where those like yeah. weak weak points are and being able to be like okay don't do this next time Fair don't do this yeah. and then I, I am quite self-critical but i do find that it, it helps me realize like okay you, that this is where you need to work on do you know what you're ahead of people because you're able to recognize that whether there are people that will go into a show <laughs> and not have certain things in their arsenal and go, it's the audience. And not realize that they need to maybe develop an idea of how to handle an audience like that, especially up here. Mm. You're gonna get a mixed bag of people that come and see your shows. Right. You cannot just blame the audience every time a particular set of audience come mm. that you do not like appeal to. Yeah. You have to find a way to navigate that. Mm. I had that yesterday, I was um, a woman who was sitting in the show and she swear blind that she loved the show that we mm. did, right? But I'm looking at her and I'm like, I, and I do this every show, I pick one person and I go, they, they're the hardest one to make laugh. Yeah. So if I can make them laugh, everybody else is. There's no point trying to make the guy that's already finding everything funny right. laugh. Try and figure out what that person needs. No point. It's not, well, no, you're already doing it, is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they're already involved, they're already on the vibe. But the one person that's like, <sighs> yeah. like that. If you can I'm, break that person. I'm, I'm like that. I'm so hmm. with you on that. Yeah. In the, in the, in the emotional side of it, like I, uh, we'll look for the one thing that's going wrong in everything in life. Yeah. But the thing, the fact of the matter is, if you want to kill harder, you should actually look at the person who's laughing hardest, and so his laughter spreads. No, but you, you think that though, but that's yeah. the, but that's the thing. Like you, they're already on side, so yeah. you can kind of give. All right, have you ever noticed when you look at someone when yeah. you talk to them, yeah. they go, "Oh, I better laugh now." Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly, it's that yeah. kind yeah, of. Exactly, exactly. All right, I can't just hold it down now. Yeah. If you can, like that person that's already gonna laugh, that may be on your right or left hand side, and you've yeah. got someone in front of you that's trying to be more reserved. Mm. In my eyes, if I can find the groove that they like, I can jump between their groove and this person. Yes. Mm. So you do want to get the person that's already loud laughing more and more and more. Yeah. But then after a while. Think of, as a, think of a, if you were an audience member, you're looking at the comedian always only catering to the one person. Exactly. That one person always giving the laughs and stuff. And it sounds good on an on a ego level, but afterwards there is going to be a part of you that thinks, well, that guy laughed and he enjoyed it and she enjoyed it, but there was that small section there. Yeah, and being critical at times, you're yeah, going to sit there section. and go, well, they didn't like it. And how could I have done that? And that's where... I, well, I agree with you on one mm. on one side with being critical, but then you have to also have to have that balance to be able to go, I was funny and this worked, but I can't over critique certain things because right. sometimes, like you say, like it is the audience, like especially at Edinburgh, we're going to get reviewers. We're going to get people that are going to watch the show who have seen 10 shows in one day. And it is, it is more than yeah. possible to get laugh fatigue where yeah. you've laughed and laughed all day long and you're like... Well, this is funny, but I haven't really energy to laugh. I've found out about that already. Yeah. Like when I go to shows, I have to just like go like this. To just make them let, that. Like, let them know you're laughing. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Like it's like, <laughs> it's so, I'm, I'm tired of laughing. I actually yeah. don't want to laugh anymore. You know? It's horrible. Like you notice you, you, when you, and you're all, all the schmoozing that people have to do. Mm. Oh, you meet fuck. people and your cheekbones, hi, you're right. You, <laughs> oh, and then after you say, all right, take care, I'll see you soon. You're like, Oh, yeah, it hurts. Mm. It happens so often. Mm. So yeah, it's. A, I mean, I, I see it both sides and what you're saying. Make the person laugh who wants to laugh. Yeah, be critical. But there is also a certain point where sometimes it may not just. It may not be you. What What yeah. time is your show? 
Uh, 9.40. 9.40. Okay, you guys have got the, the show where it's like a, a split hour between Four people. you, both you and uh, Abby, Abby Clark. Yes. And um, the... Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's four of you on the show. Yeah. Imagine, at the same time, I'm roughly 940, I'm 9.45, mm. you're 9.40. So we'll mm-hmm. never get to see each other's show. Yeah. It's the, well, no, well, we, we will actually, because there's uh, two nights off that we, we have. have. Oh, you got two nights yeah. off? Yeah. So. You lot got two? Yeah. Adam, yeah. Wait a minute. Everyone else got one night off. You got yeah. two. Yeah. And me, like an idiot, took none. You're joking. I'm doing the entire run up until the 28th. And then the 29th is my night off. Right at the end of the run. Yeah. I, I don't know who just, yeah. I was. I don't know who I was trying to impress. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> no, what I was doing. That's not, yeah. I when they that. were saying, Ori, would you like a night off? Night off? Me? You don't know who I am. Man, I work on. Who told me to do that? <laughs> and then when everyone's telling me they got certain nights off and I'm on day three, I'm like, yeah. God, yeah. Do with a night off. Yeah, I'm regretting I, it now. The, the, one of the most important things I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, you, you, I will send you the link. Mm. There's a documentary of Jay Z making the Black Album. Okay. And um, in the documentary, he's um, talking about the hardest thing to do is to stay inspired okay. because without inspiration, you start thinking and mm. then you start forcing music, and that's never good. And I've mm. done that so much with jokes where I. Um, you know, I'll do little lyrical exercises mm. and I'll write a joke, full joke, um, just to show that I can. Yeah. But like, I know this will never make it to a single body of work that I ever put in. Oh, interesting. Put out. Um, but it's because I'm overwriting and I, I'm I'm not inspired. Okay. And mm. so like, it, it, this thing that we do, the, it's very difficult because the resource you have to ma- maintain for most jobs is energy. But yeah. this is not the, jo- the resource here. The resource you have to maintain is inspiration. Mm. And so time off is actually um, something that you have to do very strategically. To gain inspiration. To just go, not to just get inspiration, to go out live your life, okay. to want to feel funny again. Because you've, you've you know, you've... You, you, as much as you can lo- be laughed out, you can also be funnied out as well. That's very true. Do you know I never thought about that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. inspiration is the resource that you're trying to maintain. I never thought of it that way. I mean, I, you know, you know it, and it makes total sense. But I yeah. never really put it into context like how you did. Yeah. I'm learning from flashlight over here. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm this guy and I'm flashlight guy. I'm both guys. It's so he really fucked is, up. Isn't he? <laughs> Bloody hell! I feel like you're more flashlight guy, but it's fine. <laughs> Wait, Tad, like, it's, what time is it, right? <laughs> Come six, seven o'clock and a couple of the rums couple kick in or whatsoever, or the gin gets in your system, you will not recognise No, I'm not, like... And that's, the, beauty, that's the beauty of the Pleasants. I, this is the best thing that I, I, they, do, they do for us. They make the audience go away. Yeah. They just go away. And so at no point am I talking to any of the people that yeah. were there. And I'm not uh, trying moves out. Thank okay, fair dude. Thank fucking God. Yeah. Thank fucking God. They get them out of the room. You, you hit on God. audience members? Pardon? You hit on audience members? Audience members come up to me. Oh, all, all I, don't, the time. I don't know why I guess wait, assumed wait, wait. that was you. <laughs> I, that I really assumed that the wait. only male comic in the world is not approached by. I'm like, you go up to them. Um, yeah, I, I forgot what it's like. Wait, 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 comic. wait, wait, wait. You got the audience hitting on you, right? Yeah, of course. You guys must get that all the time, though. Well, oh, shut up. <laughs> I mean, shut up. Wait, hold on. Don't go like you're not a spice. Yeah. No, no. People come up to me before and then after the before like, and nah. after the show. <laughs> Like you got too much of an opinion. That's <laughs> not no. like that. This bitch thinks too much. Way I don't want to hear this. Too much. Way too much. Way too much. 
Yeah, I was talking to Sally about no! like yeah. it's very difficult um, being a female comic as opposed to a male comic because like for me I didn't get any I literally didn't get any girls until comedy, any. Okay. And then it boom. And with good, with female comics, you ha- you it doesn't change. And in fact, the guys that do come into your life are all. Just... No, I, I find it it gets progressively worse. Yeah, like yeah. I, like worse. I feel like it's like. And I, and I think it's it's for the average person it's not or for the average man it's not attractive yeah. to like to to see someone a woman ha- who's outspoken and yeah and in yeah. their element but also yeah. there's the element of like competition you know yeah. guys predominantly like to be the funny person and I yeah. think it's 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 been for so many guys just like a survival mechanism like yeah. in their group especially in this country like. Well, in my country as well, but like the banter and all that, all this stuff is like comes from the guys, doesn't it? It has to yeah. be like, you know, and it, it's it's something that when you're in that dynamic, a, a, if if a comic or not, a guy wants to be the person making people laugh. Well, conversely, yeah. I have a, a problem. Um, <clears throat> the last three girls I dated um, uh, in London, I'd go I'd go on the date, and then they'd be like, um, hmm. I seem to be making you laugh a lot more than you're making me laugh. And I'm like, yeah. I, oh. And it's like, okay, so I gotta fucking, I gotta do a gig. They want you to, oh, yeah, because yeah, they, they got an expectation of what that, you should be like as a yeah. comedian. And also, like, um, it's, it's just a thing of like, and maybe it's just the girls that I'm, uh, I'm going after, but like, uh, mm. the, they all have uh, real like lives and jobs. I was thinking of a girl who works in fucking parliament. Um, oh, wow. And, okay. and like, so like, from, to her, I'm a bit of fun on the side. Right. And so when she's making me laugh, she's like, huh, what's the point of you? You're not Wait, hot. You're just supposed, I thought you were is, me. is that the equivalent, um, but by like on a higher scale of let's say you dating a guy who's a bit of a, a, a road guy, a, little, a gangster, mm. where someone in parliament is dating a comedian and that's her like slumber. <laughs> is that what? Is that that's, the, that's her validation. That's the thing. Like, 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 let's say, if, I don't know, did there, was there a time when you were younger that you liked guys who were a bit bad? What, what do you mean? Um, it's still a problem. Oh, still there. I have to actively be like, that's. It's not good. Okay. Because I, I, I know that uh, there are a lot of women that go through that phase. No, but you know but you're what? still going through it. I think it's the understanding of like, yeah. I literally had to like, to, tell, to realize that like, I'm going for this guy that's like, I just like being across the table from somebody and being like, I know I can do better. And you, do you know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. But like, whoa. just on the way of is this, like- Is this for real? Yeah, because I, I'm, like, I'm like, why am I like subjecting myself to like this treatment of like, Cause like a lot of the guys I date are just like really just not great. But then, I'm just like, how, why would you? No, I go don't carry know. on. Sorry, this is. I don't know, my head. I, and, and I think it's an issue of like, I mean, it's insecurity for sure, and it's also like wow. not valuing myself enough. Mm. But I think it's just like the element of like, well, if this goes bad, then it's all right because I went into this thinking that it was going to go bad. Oh, I, I didn't go that into. Sounds this. like control, an element yeah. of control there. Like you, oh, I'm gonna date a guy that's already gonna waste my time. Yeah. And when he does, at least I already have expected this. Right. But what if the guy? Because I've I've been in this situation where someone may see me and I might see them as you know, a bit of fun, and we've dated and we and we spent some time together. But then in their head, because of what I do as a comedian, they're like, he's gonna be on the road all the time. He's gonna be too busy. Right. Etc. So they kind of play half-assed. But for some reason, they then get like more intrigued because I'm not the same like I am on stage, off stage. Right. I, I am a hard worker. I do graph, but there are attributes that they that they may like and go, 
even if he wasn't doing comedy, but that same drive and ambition he had, let's say he did it in something else, I would find that really attractive. And they start to be attracted to that more though than just it being fun. Yeah. What happens when like you then, you're either you or that person, it's probably gonna be you in this instance. You find that this guy who you've told yourself, it's a bit of fun on the side. I'm not gonna really get serious with this guy because he's not serious. What, what happens when you find yourself attracted to that person because they're showing other traits that might be more than just a bit of fun and he's not up to standard? Well, I find that does happen all the time because I just feel like naturally Ooh. when you get to know somebody, you'll like them more. But I think it's about, um, I, I think if I've already, because what happens with me is that like I'll, 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 I'll be like, how I am in the be I mean, how everyone is, is I'm in, the in the beginning and the, and yeah. once I actually like them, then it's like, yeah. oh, it's game over. Like you said, all my flaws are there. All my, okay. all, all yeah. my, Lay it all out. do you know what I mean? And, okay. and I think that's when I lose my, like, I, I let them get away with things that are like, oh, I shouldn't have, I, I'm reading, um, or I just read the, this is, I read these fucking stupid books, but <laughs> they're like, some of them I'm like, oh, there's, there's truth. Like, um. Uh, act like a lady, think like a man. Oh, Steve Harvey's yeah. one, yeah. And I'm like, ugh, some of it is like, oh, this is so stupid. But then some of it is like, oh, I, I've seen myself do this. I've like, I've lost values and like, and like wow. letting someone, like things like, I know that they're talking to other girls or whatever. And I'm just mm. like, oh, I don't like that though. And, but not like really like. But not do anything about not, it. Not really. No, just being crazy about it instead of being like, no, this is that's it, game over. Wow. And I and I think that's a, I, I think I think that's when I, I, I will find myself liking somebody more, but then, somewhere about it, if I've not set the values of like, this is what I want, this is a, this is a, this is where my boundary is, mm. I won't accept anything, and I think that's where I struggle of the like being like, oh, okay, then don't do it again. Or like, do you know what I mean? It's and like, then, but then it becomes a cycle. It becomes yeah. a really cycle. It's Damn. a really bad cycle. But you're you're in your twenties, so aren't you? Yeah. Break, just, listen, you got time to break yeah. that. I feel like all of us have like a a cycle of bad habits in our twenties. I'm 34 now, right? We have a cycle of bad habits in our twenties that even in your thirties, you're still unpacking and unlearning, mm. right? And I'm, I've broken a lot of mine now. And it's only now that I've looked back and gone, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have been there, shouldn't have been with this person. Right. And now that I'm older, I'm like, I'm ready to start. But then some people have already started um, like setting up a family, having kids from young. And it's almost like a lot of the things that they've made decisions on, like having children or being with a particular person and maybe getting married and it didn't work before they've dealt with themselves. Yeah. That they, they're now unlearning mm. and approaching new relationships in a, in a much more healthier space. Not everybody, because not everyone goes through the process of I, getting good. I think it's so difficult because so much of it is really understanding yourself. And I think yes. that's that, and it's also like realizing like, oh, I'm not, I've really got to work on my self-love because that's why I'm, I'm so not confident in, mm. in a situation. And it's, it, I think that, that's the hardest point because I can, I can look across the table and be like, it's your fault. You've done this. And yeah. Like, da, da, da. But it's like, I've, I've allowed this. And, and why have I, what's going on with myself where I'm accepting something that I know? And, you know, and I think it's the worst thing is when your friends are like, what are you doing? 
What do you like? What do you? <laughs> you got your friends that do like, that. My friends, oh, yeah. like, literally, like to the point where I'm like, oh, I got no friends no more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. Oh, talk about toxic, boy. Fuck these bitches. Good friends looking out for you, no and I'm like, shit. I don't need your help. I no, need no, your no. acceptance. No, I do, I do love, I do love my friends, but then sometimes it's just like, oh, but it, but it's literally them having to be like, what are you doing? Yeah, and, I get that. And I, I think, but I think so much of it is just doing the work, like. Um, I got really into Glennon Doyle. Do you know? No, what's um, Glennon Doyle? Uh, um, she's an author. Um, she wrote the book Untamed. Oh, I know the, the book. I didn't know yes. Glennon Doyle. Okay. Um, but that was one of the books that really like helped me shift my mind of being like, oh, I have to like the self discovery and the self understanding yourself and, the, and doing the mm. doing the work and like understanding where these certain things come from. And like obviously people do therapy, but like that's. Not in my budget, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. we get it. Laughter, <laughs> yeah. All right, hey. okay. All right, we're here yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. Now, do you know what, right? Um, I'll touch on that real quick with the therapy thing. You say it's not in your budget, yeah? It, I, no. But do you have a gym membership? No. Okay, then. All right, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't jump in on anything. Yeah. I don't know where to go from that one because well, I wanted to well, help. There's, with there's, that. there's yeah. stuff like BetterHelp.com and stuff like that. Like no, I tried. Is... Okay, I tried BetterHelp, yeah. and I'm not knocking it. Yeah. But I was one of the therapists I was paired with. Every time, like I had four sessions with her, and yeah. the smoke alarm was going off as if it needed the battery change every oh, single time. Beep. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, how how are you trying to help me, but you can't even change a battery? <laughs> oh my god. I don't understand. Oh my God. And then she's like, she would like say things to me like, like you need to be more confident because that's what men want. And I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to tell me that. Yeah, you're though. not like, supposed you're to not cater supposed to other people. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't in know. In that way, nah. All right. That, nah, that, so I, I she like, should have told you at some point to have the confidence to ask her to change the battery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check. Because you just like took, nah, fuck. If you don't yeah. care about, can you yeah. imagine if you're smoking, I was like, you know, look, if a fire kicks off, I'm not saving you. Right? Yeah. So change my battery and yet she's trying to advise other people. Whoever this woman is, she needs to get fired. Needs, yeah. That's terrible. Damn, I didn't realize it was that deep for you. And every time I see Katie, I'm like, she's always smiling. She's always cheery. There was one time, oh, I right? Time. I won't talk about what it was yeah. or what's going on, but there was one time I'd seen Katie have a bit of a wobble because there was just shit going on. But yeah. other than that, Katie's always been just happy, smiley. I've always seen through yeah. the. I've always seen through. Her. <laughs> you I could see like the the tears in the. You know what? No, so so, yeah, I, so I think it's because you. I think also because you 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 emit this positive vibe. So I feel like oh. because it's it's always difficult to be like sad around you. I think I don't <laughs> think that. But when I when I see Tad, I'm like oh, I can cry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a top Tad's got an air of depression around yeah, him that brings out the, the 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 sad in me. Yeah, I'm single okay. for a reason. I'm single for a reason. <laughs> How long have you been single? Uh, since January, I broke up with my ex because uh, uh, I'll never speak ill of her. Okay. I would I don't speak ill of the dead. But Wait. um, she, whoa, 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 whoa. She's not dead. No, no oh, okay, okay, that's great because um, we didn't know no, that. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, she she's like the best person I know. I I owe her so much of my um, but like um, it just wasn't supposed to be. Fair enough, that happens. Yeah, that's Wait, respectful. Oh, then when did you guys win the the Pleasants? The competition for the is, was, was like, it called the Pleasants Reserve? Reserve, that's it. Yeah. When did you win? What when was it? 
Was it around January times? Uh, no, it was. You started to see things happening. You thought, I've got to drop the dead weight. Is that what no, it is? No, it wasn't. It was literally <laughs> just March that. March or um, April, maybe? Oh, March, April. April. Yeah. Okay. It was that, like, uh, uh, she couldn't make me laugh. Okay. And we're together for but a year and a half. Wait, hold on. Nah, no, I can, I can hear you on that one. Yeah. You want the banter. I think you, yeah. want, the, you want to have, it, want it to be both it's, sides. It's, yeah, and it's not, just, it's not really more about, like, uh, oh, you have to make me laugh all the time. It's just about... Um, uh, I'm kind of a uh, sick fuck, and so like when I take an idea to the, when I take it to the end, I don't want to have to like ah oh, fuck now I've got to patch up. She knows I'm a monster. Wait, wait, I want to know what kind of stuff you were saying that had to get patched up. Just I don't know, just like um, uh, that thing I said about your mum. I was just I joking. was kidding. I liked you before I liked her. Bitch, these are just words. <laughs> When I said I'd get with anyone in your family, it was more of a compliment towards you to say that you're so beautiful, anyone related to you would do. Stuff no, like that, like, yeah? It's, it's just like, when I, 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 I play with fire. Um, okay. And so like, uh, uh, what I'm play- I'll be playing with fire and she'll be like, that that oversteps my boundaries. And I'll be like, Wait, I, res- you'll be like I actually- respect your boundaries, oh, no. and but um, I want to have fun. And the area where I have fun is like in the wilderness, <sighs> bit too far, ex- and you exist. Yeah, uh, before the you gotta find okay. someone who you're in, have be the, in the same. Wilderness with. Yeah, you yeah. could be you could be your complete self with, complete and self. don't have to almost clarify and like when you're going too far, what it actually means. It's not me. Like they have, I've had this in relationships where someone I've been with, I have to almost conform to what they think I need to do to exactly, be able to cater the to their yeah. to them because of the things that can upset them which then stop me from being who I am and I had to unlearn doing that yeah and it was because all of a sudden now I'm watching how I say things what I do I'm mm-hmm. I'm making sure I say things in a particular way I'm making mm-hmm. sure that I do th- I remember there was one time where I had to learn how to if we're talking and having a conversation is to acknowledge the person's feelings by actually saying I acknowledge your feelings. Whereas me responding is me responding. Let's say if you say I'm upset, I'm down. Mm. I'm like, what's wrong? And you tell me, and I'm like, okay, I've heard everything you've said. And I go, okay, well, if that's happened, should we maybe consider doing, because I'm thinking of a solution Mm. rather than just letting you vent, letting you vent and going, okay, I hear you. But I think with a lot of us, some of us are very solution-based where we're like, mm-hmm. if there's a knife in your leg, let's go to the hospital. Yeah, exactly. but I'd might... like to tell you how it feels. Yeah, first. you want to tell me how it feels. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, I can't think, well, let's get the knife out of the leg before it does any more damage. Mm-hmm. You just want me to go, I acknowledge how you feel. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really difficult, it's, that's unlearning, isn't it? Yeah. How, how you've been raised. But I think also, because a lot of these relationship books I read that they they talk about how men are just the solution based and women, yeah. women are more emotional. But I just feel like that's that's a product of your society. Like yeah. you've learned how to do, that, that you've had to do this because of the way you were raised and I who think you're around. I think it's highly cultural as well. Exactly. Because you all right. If you look at our parents, who all of us actually right, even though you are what they would say white passing, people mm. need to know that you don't just you're not just fully white Caucasian, right? right? You have a background which to especially in California would be considered as a secondary citizen, right? In terms of right, you've got white America. Right. Then you've got Latin America. Yeah. And you're Latin American. Yeah. So people look at you and go, you're not part of the like the the main do you see what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Because it's like I yeah, I am white passing, mm. but I think that it's I, I think sometimes people don't understand the like what 
the, the spectrum of being Latino is. You yes, know what of I mean? Course. Like you've got whiter than me, like ginger. Yes. You know, and then you've got the like dark and dark skin, like yeah. Cuban, like anything, like your background. Yeah. And Cuban, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I and I feel like people don't have like don't conceptualize that. Mm. And I think that like I don't know. But I think it's also been like people will say things to me like things that are racist like mm. to other Latinos and I'm like like you don't understand you don't like, know that yeah. that's, you're talk, you're talking about me as well yeah so that the, well what I was getting to with that is the ideology of having to be solution based mm. can often come from the struggles that a lot of not just us but our parents had had to go through mm. being in a society where they were considered to be second class citizens right so like they wouldn't have the luxury of maybe calling the police if something had happened, if someone mm. broke into their house, because the police might go, well, we're not really here to help you. They're part of a generation where the police were not for them. Or mm. if there was, I don't know, a problem at work, you couldn't afford to lose your job because you are considered as a second-class citizen. You just got to learn to get through it. If someone is irritating you at work, you have to go, Let me. how do I firm this and go, I'm not going to let this bother me so I can continue with my job, right? right. I think that solution-based mentality does come from those who have had to be raised within a struggle because that you haven't had the time to look at the feelings and go, yeah. I don't like this. And I want to talk about how I feel about yeah, this. Yeah, it's a luxury having to like, being able to be like, let's sit down and talk about this, our, how, how this makes exactly. us feel. Exactly. Yeah, also, 100%. men just yeah. fix things. And I feel sorry. <laughs> okay, all right. But I thought he was being deadly serious. And I was, I was waiting for Tad to go deeper and then I was going to slowly turn like, my head to you on that one and say, how do you feel about what he just but said? But you know what? It's culture. I think it's yeah. like, and I, oh. like you, you see, I see so many men and it's like the un inability to be like, to recognize that they are exactly like their friends and how their viewpoints are. Oh, it's, yeah. like, it's like that birds of a feather flock same, together. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like, it, <clears throat> you gotta be, when I hear like, I've been dating people and I like, I hear how the, their friends talk about women and I'm just yeah. like, oh, like, I don't. And like, you know how difficult it is for a man to unlearn like mm. how they've been well, it's very raised and how they view women, how they view like what their their role in society. That's yeah. why I always, I'm always interested to ask men like what they, what they think, what their definition of being a man is because I feel like if they don't really know themselves, then it's really unclear of what they're what they think that they're meant to do. and when did they say something that is so vague of like oh i'm meant to provide and it's just like what do you like what does that mean for you though it's like what does it what is it, what's your role in this like what do you view your role to be would you like to ask tell with that i, I <laughs> sure. think i know what, a, what, a, what, a, what does it mean to be what a man mean? what does it mean to be a man uh to win Okay. Okay. Well, that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> straight away. Straight away. But that's what I think it is to be a woman as well. I think that's what okay. It is to be. I think our, that's I a think flag our... recovery of some sort. I don't no. know. I don't know. I, I'd say. I think winning is the point of being alive. I think the the will to power. Friedrich Nietzsche was absolutely perfectly right. The the will to power is the one thing that makes us different from the animals. Okay. Okay. You, right. he's, he's recovering to here. To me, that just sounds dangerous. Okay. That sounds, <laughs> like power, I think, is a scary thing. Like, like Robert Greene's Forty Eight Laws of Power. That I, when when I anyone who's like, this is my favorite book. I'm like, that's scary. Why do you need that much? It scares me. Power. Do you there, know what I mean? Do you know what there was? Do you remember there was a podcast of these guys? And I'll answer that man question a bit if I can think of an answer. Actually, I feel like you you would have a better answer. I, I just feel like you are the. He is literally when the I'm like epitome the epitome of greatness when it comes the, to the best guy. No, I talk about with loads of my friends. I'm like Ori, man. He's he's the 
is he he just got his shit together. Yeah. No offense. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I'm 25. (laughs) I'm meant to be a mess. Yeah, well, yeah. all right, yeah, own yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, own I'm, it. I'm 25, you know. Part, all right, so. As long as, as long as I'm putting food on the table and a lot of it, I'm doing fine. Yeah. yeah. Fair dues. Can I just say part of, from my perspective, of becoming or at least being a man is being able to be in that position mm. and go, I haven't got it together. Mm. And because you then realize you have work to do, you've got right. development to do. I couldn't tell you what it means to be a man because I've, I think every step you get to, <clears throat> excuse me every step you get to you go all right there's more to learn mm. i've never i've not been a parent yet so right. i don't know what it's like to be a father which is a role that a man at some point in their life majority of men do take mm. never been that before i've not been a husband mm. i've been a partner i've been a, a boyfriend i've been a, a long-term relationship where i've been the guy in the relationship mm. but have i been a husband no and even though ideally it should be you know the same thing but your title just changes mm. from what i hear the roles do differ a little mm. bit yeah. so i don't know what that's like 10 years ago where i'm at now i'm a, I'm a homeowner right mm. i I've, i own properties and for me 10 years ago where i didn't looking at the responsibilities that I have to myself or to the people that will be in my life in future, my wife, my kids. 10 years ago, looking at being a homeowner, knowing that I have to keep this up. So when I do have a family, at least there is somewhere for them to come to. I would not have been able to describe the feeling of, of where I'm at now. Mm. But 10 years ago, I'd be like, I'm over 18, I'm a man. Mm. I, right. It's always a progressive, um, it's a progressive state of being in my eyes of what a man actually is. But yeah. if I'm to say mm. what I am right now as a man, oh God, oh man, I, uh, it's a hard answer. Mm. I can try. All right, I'm going to try. I don't want to cop out of this because you gave an answer, <laughs> a silly answer, but you gave one nonetheless. Oh, well. um, oh damn, everything in my, in my being, which I recognize this isn't 100% right, there is an element of me that has been trained to be a provider, mm-hmm. not necessarily for mm. the other person, but be able to provide for myself yes. primarily. And that's the only answer I can give with where I'm at now, because I'd have to, I'd have to kind of cater to somebody else. Mm. I, I couldn't give you an answer. I really couldn't. There's so much development that needs to be done. And I've been doing loads of therapy to be able to mm. unpack some of the things that I've learned about manliness and, and manhood and and like the ster- like the uh, how you think you're meant to be in society. yeah and I, I think but i think that's what's what like i look at you mm. and being able to like to break down this like i think to so many men are scared i know i'm not in therapy but mm. i think it's you'll look at men who have been through traumatic experiences and they're just not dealing with it. And I feel oh, like 100%. a step forward to, to have the to have the capacity to be like, yeah, I need a bit more help. Mm. Yeah, but that's it, everyone. Right. Yeah, it yeah. is. That, but I feel like men are the, the this We sig- struggle with this more than women, 100%. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. You I, don't agree? No, well, uh, well, I think I think men struggle with insecurity more than women. That's very obvious. How, um, I think it's because well, we, we haven't struggle, had the out. I think a different men struggle type. With, men struggle with um, articulating insecurity because mm. looking that far inward is not something we do that Keep often going. with it's each other. Keep going. It's going to change the battery in the camera again. Um, however, like, uh, I feel like... Uh, I don't know how to put it, like... 
you do the you you you're not just you. You are you within the context of the society you're in, right. within the context of the group you're in, mm. and so you will always be um, pulled in the direction of whatever that society incentivizes. Right, and so, which is why I say, like you know, it's to to be right. You know, like, uh, win was just the word that I wanted, but I. Uh, but to to be to, winning, to, to be on. Well, no, to be like to really uh, make yourself uh, there with wherever you are. Right. Okay. To to really like be um, to 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 be as much of the human animal as you can be, and I think that's just what society rewards. Mm. Um, you don't have to be as as we can see in our fucking politics globally. You don't even have to be super duper competent, but if you can be a force. Mm. That will be rewarded, both fiscally, sexually, reproductively, and then um, socioculturally. And so, um, I think to the, the 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 line between the ideal man, the ideal you know, the alpha male and the alpha female, those tend to kind of be very, 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 very similar things. Right. And the ideal person is, as you know, where society is right now, I think the ideal person is kind of the same thing for both genders. That's just how I feel. Deep. Yeah, that is quite deep. But I think that's because also... Because nothing gets my dick harder than Hillary Clinton. Literally. <laughs> and there's Tadoura again. There, there he is. <laughs> Literally. There he is. Literally. I hope you're joking on no. that. No. Um, I really I'm, But, really, but I think that's not every... I'd, I'd say that's a small minority of men who are attracted to women in a powerful position. 100%. I think not many people, like even like, I mean, it goes back to the, the conversation of like females in comedy. Mm. When you, you see how many couples do you see where it's just like when, a, when the woman starts becoming more successful, the man like- It's a whole movie about it. The mm. born and, what was it? The, the one with um, um, oh, Lady Gaga. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Star is born. Yes. Born, yeah. Brother, he struggled when she oh. started becoming, to the point he killed himself, <laughs> right? I'm not saying that's what, that should happen or I'm not saying that that is a thing to necessarily laugh at. But yo, uh, like there's a whole movie yeah, about no, a woman no becoming successful that he had helped and yeah. he'd seen the rise, mm. right? And not saying she didn't have anything to do, but she had a majority to do with it. She, he saw the rise, he felt like he wasn't getting it and all of a sudden, boom. But do you know, all right, to take it away from the movie and, the, and how far that went, mm. do you know why a lot of men carry this notion? Is because it's been ingrained in us from a long time. Mm. And then it's not just ingrained in us, it's also ingrained in a lot of women exactly. who then put that on the men. Now, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna blame women on this because it's society that it's has society, put this on us, right? 100%. But if I watch this, even though you're quite a modern person, you're quite a modern woman, there are still things that, you may take, like I've taken on board from what you've been told. For example, right. you get into a relationship with a man. If he's not able to financially pull his weight, do you still see him as doing well in, for his role in the relationship? So I honestly think it really, de it's, it depends. I feel like I've been in situations where a, a man feels way more insecure about his position in life where I'm, but, but, I'm, but, but I'm like, no, why are you insecure? Like you're working on what you need to be doing. It doesn't matter where you are. Like it doesn't matter if you don't own a house. It doesn't matter. What, but like, you, you already gave something he needs to do. Is it you're working on something? No, no. Working on something he needs, like yeah. he no, needs to like, have the drive to work on something to get towards But something. you're working mm. on, on who you are. And I think that it'd be different if someone was just like on the couch and like just not doing anything all day. All right. But then yeah. on the other side of it, now this is where I'm going to, probably okay. annoy some people on the other side of it i know from what i've seen there are women that like 
the idea of being a kept woman or a kept wife where they effectively don't work on anything that they want to do. They're in a relationship where their, their role might be, I might look after the house. Okay. Yeah. And, and, but everything has financially has to come from the guy. If you ask the same person or select or quite a few people, if that would be the other way around, if you had a husband that would stay home and look after the house and you made all the money as a kept husband, mm. could you be in a relationship like that? So I, I could, but only in the way, only if I knew that they were working on something, like they had like passion. Do you know what I mean? Like if, but do if, you see, do you if, see what I mean now? Right? If their passion was like being kept. I, I don't. <laughs> Conversely, I wouldn't want to be that woman. Like yeah. I want to. I wouldn't want that. That's why. Like okay. I wouldn't want to be the woman who takes out care of the house and is just waiting for you to get home. And I yes. wouldn't want to be that. that. I hear that. Now, if you then take it out of our individual wants, look at society now. Right. Society will look at a woman who is kept and go, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. She's going to have children at some point if she wants them and she'll probably raise them from home. Mm. It's nice to be in that position. Society will frown at a guy who says he's a kept husband mm. where he's at home chilling. Yeah. And not, Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And I think for a lot of guys, what happens is, is we stay in a position where we feel like we cannot, like we cannot do anything. We cannot say to ourselves, it's okay for us to not have ambition to not well, work towards something. It's that to social not. pressure. You guys have far more social pressure to like, because like, if you go out with your friends and you're, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a house dad. They'd be like, they, listen, my friends will eat my lunch that day. They'll take the mm. piss out of me and mm. big time. Mm. Simultaneously. Like um, it's, it's fucked up that women don't have that pressure. All right. I'll have to hear what, what you have got to describe. Women this one should have the same pressure on their shoulders as men to make, to make as much money. Okay, so, but, I want to hear this from you, Tad. Go on. Yeah. It's like, uh, I would never, uh, speaking about housewives, I would never marry a woman who makes less than half of what I make. Ever. Okay, Flat I want to hear, oh, tell me more. Just because, like, why is it, why is it going to be on me? I mean, so we should, I, we're a team. I agree. You in should some, bring in some 150. Element of, like, you want to be on the same playing ground. Yeah. Um, But I, I don't, agree in some realm of like I, I think there is pressure on women like i think definitely I, I other think, ways definitely like yeah. there's, there's a lot not of pressure on you yeah. there's not thank you thank, thank you for the that i, I needed that <laughs> I reinforcement it. What did you say? there's a lot of i'm not saying there's no pressure on women no, i'm no, just no. saying we should have the same I think pressures that the key the kept i think there's pressure in different ways okay so this, the whole, yeah, there might be this, is, of course it's not balanced with the, oh, a kept woman or whatever. But also society, with, with, with society progressing, like in my friend group, I don't know many women who would be happy to be a housewife. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I'm trying to, I, like, I don't know how many, I, I'm sure I know more men who would be content with having a trophy wife or a, oh, some, a woman at home. You know, do you know what I mean? Know what you mean. I and think I they feel shouldn't. like that's, all, that's the issue of like being a woman, like when you realize a man, certain men that you're dating, they want a certain thing or they're, they're more like comfortable having a, a woman who doesn't, doesn't do anything or who just, who can cook for them or whatever. And it's like, that's where I feel. You just want a mum, mate. You just want to fuck a mum. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, it's yeah, pathetic. There is, but, um, 
I would say that, um, yeah, like, I, I, here's one thing. I don't think women should have to wear makeup. I don't, think, I don't think women feel that they should have to. They choose to, based on, again, the pressure. There are two reasons. One, either they like it, or two, they based on the pressure to have to look a particular way. Mm-hmm. But, but you I, see I, now- I think it's also so much of it is like, because, um, because you, how people react to you. And also, mm-hmm. I mean, so you feel more confident when you wear, when you wear makeup. I, I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's like us going to, if our hair's, like we go to the barbers yeah. or if we feel like we're in, we, we've presented ourselves. Well, I think that's with anybody. Sorry, go on, go on. But I do feel like, yeah, it'd be nice if we didn't have to wear makeup, but then mm. it, it just, the way society is, tells us that we, mm. we we have to. I mean, we have to like be, I don't know, like. You look at like the girls on social media who just look pristine and then that's now become the standard that is yeah. expected of women and men. Look at like Love Island and that's the standard for uh, people in their early 20s of how you should look if you've got a great body, if you've got, mm. you know, a beautiful face. And the standard is told to us what it, we need to look like and that puts the pressure on. But now I would say more men and women have made the decision as to what they would follow their own standard as individuals to be. Yeah. So well. like it's still the pressure, but you're, it's weird. I feel like the spe- like the... Everyone was kind of closer to the middle, but now it's a lot wider. You get people that feel the pressure so much because they follow and conform to what they see on social media. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, I want to do this. And I go on a BBL and I want um, like, I want my cheeks done or I want my my face or my but breast done. But all the filters as well. It's just like, all, the filters, it's like yeah. all these filters making making you, I mean, the amount of people, because I have friends that are like, oh, put a filter on it. I'm like, no, that's like, I've already got a filter on. I've got foundation on. That's yeah. not, you know what I mean? Like, and it's also when you you get addicted to like looking at yourself, looking better. And it's like, that's just not, you don't, it's, yeah, of course I like a a little filter, but to post everything and do everything in that, Mm. it's just like, but then at the same time, it's like, yeah, women wear makeup because you get more attention from people. Yeah. Do you want that though? What? Do you want that attention? You personally? I I think it really depends. Like, I think, um, I... It really depends on what setting I'm I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like feeling like I look my best, but mm. then I also am like, I, it's so much effort. Like, mm. like to be beautiful is to be wanted. What song is Hunt, that? Ha, sorry, hunted. That's Childish Gambino on the on that white album. Okay, but yeah, um, okay. yeah, dude. Um, being being attractive is a fucking chore. <laughs> How would you know? How would I know? Well, <laughs> let's go into my DMs. <laughs> do you know? Oh, do you, are your DMs popping? I want. Do you know what? Do you get? Yeah. Do you get women that are in your DM just going, "Hey, um, what's good? We doing tonight?" Uh, one per, one in two hundred. One so in two hundred. So if I so if I do like a comedian or the comedy store, yeah, there'll be one. Mm. Okay. If yeah. I do that'll a get. festival, there'll be three or four. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Do you? You? Do you mine. You must have loads. Because I feel like you, flatter me you're now. the guy that's like, oh, he's marriable. Yes. This is the issue that I have, right? Okay. So I often in my DMs get a particular type of person, okay. right? And what I've recognized is it's not because of them. It's more so because of how I come across. And this particular type of person uh, tend to be white women that are attracted to black men. Mm. And want the safe black man. Yeah. So they go 
Ori's the guy that if I took him home, yes. the family might think he's black, but after a while they'll go, he's one of the good ones. Yes. It's that type of woman that I have, right? And I love it's that market. It's a wonderful market. <laughs> I exploit but it. But I don't. That's yeah. the thing. I don't want that market. I don't go for those people. They're looking at me because you exploit it. And You're terrible. Like, and I am that guy. Yeah, come and find me, guys. Yeah, you could take that. But if you have I not gotten a response from Ori Styler, please I often, me. No, I often find it. It's either that, those, the women that like a black guy, but they don't, they, they've heard, especially from like Middle England, the black guys they've seen on TV often are the ones who are like, yo, what are you saying? Hey, my size, hey, yeah. what are you telling me? Yeah. What, what, can I get your number? And that's what they expect. Yeah. Mm. Then I don't have that. Yeah, I have that edge to me if I want, because I grew up in, in London. Yes. But they know that, all right, he seems safe. He seems mm. all right. So they shoot their shot in that way. That's one. Okay. The other type of woman that I get in my DMs are the ones that have already made all the mistakes in their life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they've, 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 <laughs> They've dated the guy who <laughs> has gone jail and they at school they had like <laughs> they, they've had the guy they've had the guy that's you know who's just been like bad and terrible to them and they've made a few investments and it's failed them and they go, you know what? I deserve better. So the, <laughs> so they message and phone me and they go, you know what? Ori seems like he's a decent guy. Yeah. What they don't like, I, I, I kid you not, right? And the camera's gone off on this one, which, which is bad. Why did you do it? I got because it's not in charge. It's my fault. I'm not gonna go and do. It. I want to continue this bit right for okay. the audio. The worst bit about it is, yeah. is that I can identify women who have done this. There's a woman. Never will say her name or where, or where she's from, but a few of my friends know this because I've told them this. She was a woman who, she invited me to a menopause awareness event yeah. as a date. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Um, good, that's yeah. good. No, it's not, it's not, it's not. Because she's already, she's got to an age where she's going to touch menopause, right? Yeah. Or she already is going through it and has thought to invite me and go, this is what Ori is. I'm, yeah. I, Ori's yeah. not going to care that I'm yeah. at the age that I'm at, right? And I'm, I'm inviting him to invite me to a menopause awareness event. Yeah. It's almost like you've said, I'm at an age where I may not have any more children. Yeah. But Ori ain't gonna want any, so I'm gonna bring, and yeah. I do want some. But but it doesn't matter what I may want. It's that, but I want him. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you should have gone just to like you know touch menopause. Hey, let us know about long game. This guy is terrible. This guy is terrible. What was you gonna say? Um, okay, so that's an extreme. That's but, regular for me, actually, in my DMs. <laughs> oh okay, my God. No, but not I'm menopause saying... awareness, but that, that kind of <laughs> that age group or that kind of okay, mentality. But don't you think is it not like is it not like flattering to to be like oh women look at you like this is this guy's better. It was flattering until I started to realize the pattern was those people that have made the mistakes and they've gone, Ori's a good way. Like mm. I'm, it's like, I'm not good enough for the first call yes. when I was but, younger, but I'm now good enough after you. But it's like that typical meme that you see mm. when like someone's been at school and they've been the guy who's dated the road guy and you had the guy who was studying and mm. who was a geek and so on. And then 20 years later, they've got their own business. They've got their own, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. So you want somebody, I, I see, I feel that. 
I, and I acknowledge that, but I think that so much of the like, I think people have to realize how, how will you, how do you define like somebody who's like, I've been through a bad past and now they look at you and be like, wow, this is, this is the man that I, he's got his shit together. He treats okay. me with respect. Cause I think the thing with you is that I, the, the aura that you, that's quite, aura. You know, oh, hey. um, that you give off is that you're just respect, like you're a respectful man. 100%. And I think that so many, you, you too, Chad. Well, what aura do I give off? <laughs> get, tell me my aura. Katie, give me my fucking aura. I want my aura right now. <laughs> give me my aura. Is that what you believe about him, yeah? Don't, don't fucking I want hold you to back. I want you to say what Tad's aura is Genuinely. and then you can carry on what you're saying. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking about aura right now. <laughs> <laughs> she brought her office. That was expertly done. Expertly. Oh, brilliant. I love flesh. it. Sorry, yes, carry on. No, but you give off this to this... It's only because I spent so much more time with him. Yeah. You know what? Well, I've never well, lived with him. Worry, but... You've got a whole month with him here, so you'll find you out. You'll get my you know. fucking aura eventually. <laughs> um, um, it's just that you give off this respectful, and when, when a woman hasn't been around that, it's like it's refreshing to be like, wow, that's a, that's a great. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like, yeah, I, I hear the, like people who have great experiences with you. Do you know okay. what I mean? And I feel like it's your, you have this, it's a refreshing to be like, oh, he's nice. Like, I was just talking to another comic today about yeah. it. Like, you, oh, I saw Ori. Like, wow, I just wish all male comics were like that, like positive. Oh, is it? I got that vibe. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And I think that like. That's good. It's a, sometimes you get this animosity from people or like you get this like sometimes. And I think that you're just always like, you're respectful. You like, I even remember just like the first time I ever gig with you and you're, and the, I, I remember calling my friend and be like, he introduced me as a queen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so, I'm like, oh my God, it was, a, I'm like, wow. Like I felt so like seen, do you know what I mean? Do you know, yeah. do you know what's really weird that, uh, so I've heard many people use that phrase. I say king and queen when I talk to male or female, right? And I say queen and I realized when I said it, when I started getting comfortable with saying it, cause I, I first started using it commonly like all the time mm. after watching an interview with one of my favorite rappers in fact my favorite rapper Buster Rhymes mm. and how he addresses and talks to people king queen when he's talking about people it's so poignant mm. um and it's so stern and strong that you have nothing but a, a respect for whoever he's talking about just because that's what he has said mm. and it sounds good so I started to get to the into the zone of maybe I should be approaching people speaking to them that way. Mm. And I used to say, I remember the first time I said like, oh, thank you queen to somebody who was a cashier at a, at a shop and just out of politeness. And she stopped and went, oh my God, thank you. Yeah. And I realized the impact of just saying something that nice and polite to yeah. someone, yeah. what that does, it, it, it's not me trying to flirt. It's not me trying to like get props and so on, but mm. a simple word can make someone feel like, you know what I am and I'm thank you. And that's, and I got comfortable with doing that. So yeah. But I think that's like, it's little things like that is like, you're very aware of like how other people feel and you're, you're just like, yes. and, and I think that's like such a good, it's only because I've done the work to be aware of my own feelings. But, but I think that's that's that's, that. that's it. I think that so many men don't do that. Like it's like, I mean, I've been with people in the past that's like you know like won't even like the, like 
acknowledge my existence like when we're in a group setting and i'm like that's like that energy of like it's like and i think that that shows like insecurity and then that that makes me insecure yeah and things and it's like you're like you have the you really just when when you see people when you talk to people you're just like you're seen you're Mm. seen and i and i think that's a really good quality to have i appreciate that thank you it's um it's no i really appreciate that i didn't think of it as a as a thing that people would notice outrightly. And I think in this industry, I remember, not even just this industry, but in this day and age, when you see, you see so many things that happen when it comes to how men deal with, with women. Mm. Mm. One thing that was important to me was to try and understand, not try and tell myself, well, this is how I should conduct myself because this is how I'm going to be. When I, mm. And you have to accept that when I say this, and you, it was important for me to understand from a from a woman's perspective so like even on my my comedy mania team um all of them bar one other person uh female and i remember when there was conversations about what was going on with how women are treated the first thing i did is i called them up and i said listen talk to me in terms of anyone who's on our who's does our shows is there anybody that has made any advances that you as a woman have downplayed because you think work because let's say I've booked you for a show and mm. I've booked another comedian. You might say, I'm not going to say anything to Ori because that comedian just being an, an idiot. And I, and it's just how some comedians are. And mm. you may feel uncomfortable, mm. but not say anything. I actively wanted to find out from my team, is there anybody that has made you uncomfortable that you just for the sake of doing business correctly or doing business to keep everything moving forward mm. has made you feel uncomfortable. Right. And one of them pulled me, uh, pulled me aside and said, well, not uncomfortable, but I can see how this person has made other people feel uncomfortable. Okay. And I never noticed it because I'm on stage yeah. and I come off stage and they go on stage and then I might talk to them in the back room a little bit. And if anything happens in the back room, often what comedians do is they try to always play the joker in front of others to make themselves seem funny. Mm. I might see something and go and either pull them up or just see them being stupid, but not know that they may actively try to move a particular way with mm. another comic. And I remember mm. when they told me one uh, one of their names and I've never booked him again since mm. just because in my head forget if that person has made an advance to one of my girls or to one of my um, audience members who is also female and made them uncomfortable but it was just what happened there from what I was aware of it mm. I was like well we just won't book him mm. and I could and from that I think the respect that I got from my team for making that decision not for my sake but for theirs was something that I thoroughly embraced and enjoyed and loved knowing that they saw because forget it's just me looking after the, 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 the team and the women on my team. It's also making a decision to go, well, for the sake of comedy or for the sake of my, our brand, the mm. last thing we want is anybody to go, well, hold on. This is a place where this kind of stuff happens. Yeah. And there has been names like, I mean, without saying any that we know that Mm. have come into contention so many times and I've had to go, I need to sit down and talk about this. I have to assess this. And there are some times that the people call out names and it's, and it's, and it is either really, really malicious how they've done it. Mm. Or there are times that names have been called out and there has been merit and there's obviously sitting down to try and find doubt if there's, there's merit or if it's malicious or what's going on and I've had to do my due diligence. But ultimately, I can't make a decision 
on how other people should feel. That's one thing you learn in therapy. It's you can only decide on how you feel. Right. But when it comes to something like my business or my brand or having to work with other people, the first thing I want to know is, especially in the, in the world where I'm now being made aware about how women can feel in environments like mm. this, more so is talk to the women that are around you and ask them, how are you feeling in yeah. this environment right. where it's been male dominated for so long, where guys yeah. are going, yo, yeah, we're going to hit you up and we're flirting and oh, it's only just a bit of fun. It's, it's not good enough. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I fully agree. It's very, it's so fucking murky, man. I don't, mm. I don't, I don't, I don't get involved in any of that shit. It's just very difficult because um, uh, I'll, uh, at my day job, I'll be at an office party um, and um, I'll, that's the only place I find out anything. I don't talk to these people. And I'll, um, <laughs> okay. And I'll find out, oh, those two have been fucking for like a year. Holy shit, what? Yeah, and then those two have been fucking. Oh, yeah, and there's blowjobs and hands. And, whoa, whoa, where and, do you work? You know, this is not talk about that, Tesco. but. Uh, whoa. Tesco. <laughs> Tesco. <laughs> but yeah, like people, like my, my, you know, my best friend, uh, last two jobs, has banged people at work, not of his own doing. Just wait, wait, landed wait. in his fucking lap, and he's a like, guy. So he's not gonna say wait, no. Wait, wait, stop. So stop, like, stop, stop. He's that kind of attractive, or he's yeah, got some really kind hot. of charisma he's, 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 or something. A charisma. There's the most annoying thing. What's I've, his I've, name? Fuck you. <laughs> I've, I've had. You said that with such intrigue. I like all this toxic stuff we spoke about earlier. I was kicking off now, but yeah, I had to put. I was gonna pull it back and say that you don't need to know his name. Two, go- I two I don't girls. Know. Two girls I've dated this year. Um, I, I've they, I've said, um, oh, my best friend is really hot. And like, oh, show me a picture. And they'll be like, you're cuter than him. And I'm like, no, I'm not, bitch. I have the data to go off. This guy is the sexiest thing since sliced fucking bread. But have, some, so, but have some faith in yourself. Yeah, so I, that, no, but because- Attractiveness is subjective. And, it's, and it's, it's, it's because of his character. Yeah. I, I'm a cute boy, but my character is ugly as fuck. Um, okay. Oh, Wait. I have a. I you have, have an a, ugly character. Uh, I have Tell a. What? I have you? a. I have a. Yeah, right. Dude. Hey, um, you the, don't have an ugly character. The flashlight's not that bad. No, it really isn't. I really disagree. I, I think the disparity between the way that me, male and female sex toys are looked at is really, really weird to me. Um, it's like. But I think same. it's maybe probably because of of your access to it and also like. I, I think women have been deprived of dildos no just like or like it's been it's not a normal thing i've got I've, how many fucking hen parties have come into gigs no but drinking from dick straws yeah, and fucking true. dick hats no we're in fucking sodom and gomorrah you're talking about the past like i'm a fucking christian what i see in these streets disgusts me but like um genu- but, uh, yeah, getting, but getting away from the oh, sorry you, you know you go you go you go no what were you we, gonna we say we don't have to you you can talk over me it's fine <laughs> <laughs> ah we will not have you mansplaining and over talking no here, you, Tadawa. please please do this is this is this is a terrible time to be a man <laughs> However, can we just highlight I, your laugh I, again? I, I ex- wait, 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 can we just no, pause for Katie's laugh? One sec. <laughs> no, I love Katie's laugh. Can we just let it go? Go on, Karen. <laughs> Carry on. There we go. I accept for the same reason that you know it's 
tough to be white right now. That whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, tougher whoa. than the past. Okay. Uh, I, I accept that it should be tougher for men the same way it should be tougher for whites right now. I accept that, and <laughs> so I will take whatever flack I need to take. For those who don't to know, balance Tad- out the past. For those who don't know, Tad- <laughs> Tadawa is black. It's just when, <laughs> if you're listening in, and you haven't watched this visually. Tadawa is black. I just want to know person. that. Um, I don't. I, yeah, my, yeah, my, my best friend. Yeah, it's, it's it's just it's it's a it's a weird. I think one, it least. is a murky thing. I think also so much of it is like. Um, oh, but yeah, at least any of that to say the whole like you know uh, dating people you work with thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, shitting where you eat. As a as a well as a guy, uh, it's it's so terrible because you 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 are. How do I put this? Um, as a comic and as mm-hmm. a good comic, because we're all you know good um as a good comic you're working constantly yes and yeah. so your social circle is tightened. very similar yeah, it's always the same, so, same like, people yeah and so you have to you, you you end up having two options dating comics or dating audience members yes or going on dating apps and just you know yeah i can't do that um, i can't do that so I those can't. are the three options you have i've been going on dating apps predominantly this year but as a guy you you're so fucking i oh, can't say that word anymore you're so fucking dumb <laughs> that um you you know you you you're looking for you're not looking but you're picking up signals yeah. and you're misreading signals you're a fucking idiot yeah, but and I, so like I, what I, you think poor fucking women are just trying to be nice I, and you think oh I have a chance I do and think that's a major element of like um it's dumb. just people having to really remember the the kind of breed comics are and I think it's yeah. also like coming yes. from San Francisco coming from LA which is like Scumbag city. Yeah, but also just like we're misfits, like in every way, shape, or form. In the be- in the but most pos- in the most positive way. Like we've all there's a reason why we have this desire to go on stage and and joke and be funny. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so when you put misfits, like even like how many it's it's a common thing for men to be like this. Is the first time I got female attention yes. was when I had a microphone very, in my hand. Very common. Very common. Very common. And, thing. and so you're dealing with a man who has not really like re- interacted with females before like you know and, not, and like not in like a maybe not in the capacity of like how they're how, like you you've got women coming up to you and you've got you've got girls like come, like mm-hmm. uh, whether from the audience or other comics yeah for the first time maybe in a lot of people's life like there's loads yes. of people that i meet that's like that's 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 their their scenario and i think it's also difficult to realize like y- you have to acknowledge that sometimes like people might not have they, they you have to give them the chance to like under to to learn, learn how the to skill. to yeah. learn how to the, talk to two 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 things on it is that um it's terrible that the, the number one way we learn sorry one of the main ways we learn ourselves is through each other and so the mistakes you'll make throughout your life will hurt a lot of people oh. but without mm. making those mistakes and hurting it it's the, so the cycle, rough when you know the, the, you do that to people the cycle yeah. of pain will go on forever because the only way we can learn how to socialize is mm. by fucking up on each other yeah. and so there has to be room for um uh, mistakes. Yeah, and it's hard to as, make just a mistake. Just as long as the a... guy isn't a fucking lunatic going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think everything beneath that, everything of the level of like, oh wait, shit, you don't want that? Oh, sorry, fuck. That is fine, and that should be fine. And to uh, to 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 say um, that uh, only guys like my best mate who just have the source should be allowed to experiment and see what and just because they know how to they just have the gift that they learned it as but, teenagers uh, yeah it's, it's also something that late they, bloomers they, will fuck up uh, uh, the same way that kids do 
Right, and I, and I think it's. I get. Sorry, go on. You, you go. You go. No, no. I was going to say. I get what I was just saying. I get yeah. what it is you're trying to say there. Yeah. It does make sense to me in how you're putting that together. Sorry, go on. Katie, go on. I, I think that's a major element of like, yeah, somebody who has like your friend has had this for a while. He's he's learned how to deal, deal with it. He's he's got a, a privilege in the sense of like being able to like have this attention and not have difficulty with it. Yes. But I think it's a really, mur it's murky. It's supposed and to be. I think that's the issue with like this, this, the inter-office mixing and dating. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I'm it's not. murky. Uh, it's not. And it's also like, it's just not, I mean, seldom does it go well. Like you look mm -hmm. at all the, all the people dating and it's like, there's not many stories where you're like, especially in this industry. I mean, oh, and I, I, I've so I couldn't. I, I mean, no offense to, to you, but I would think I think dating a comedian for me because I know what we are as comedians. Yeah, would be like I'm. You're crazy. I'm crazy because of the job that we choose to do. Yeah, saying that you're crazy. Yeah, I'm but crazy. I automatically think that about dating and then bringing our crazy together with our hunger to want to thrive yeah. as a comedian with our competitiveness of wanting to be funny and all of that. And it's, yeah. it's the I, it's perfect not mix for a beautiful toxic relationship. And that's all I'm trying to put together for myself so I can stay fucking entertained. Is there, oh, I thought it might be a comedian you're pitching this to if they listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, insert name here. Uh, no, but, uh, but speaking on the whole thing of like being able to handle it, uh, there is a beautiful, you know, um, it, it, it was bad. There've been a lot of bad kings in the past. Yes, a lot of terrible, terrible kings. But there was a great um, value to giving the crown onto the son because this, uh, the the or, or the daughter, but um, the 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 heir w was trained from a, from childhood. Look at fucking Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, she doesn't smile. I mean, her whole life she's been conditioned to to be. In and a so um, it's it, there. A lot of male comics getting power for the first time don't know how to handle it because they haven't been taught how to have it since being a oh, child. It, it's very, uh, dare I say, it, it's like almost breaking out of incel behavior. Yes. 100%. Yeah. I, mean, I, was, yeah, I was definitely on the path to inceldom. Are you serious? Yeah, probably. I was. Doing, I played World of Warcraft for, I played over 8,000 hours of World of Warcraft. But so has Henry Cavill and now look at him as Superman. <laughs> he's, he's played 8,000 hours? Henry Cavill has built, he's got videos of him building yeah. PCs and then playing yeah. thousands. He almost, he almost missed the phone call. No, he missed the phone call for the role of Superman. Wow. Because he was playing World of Warcraft. He but, is a World of Warcraft fiend. But he was getting his dick sucked at the time. Oh, he wasn't there. <laughs> Under, the table. Was the Under the table. He was at home playing World of Warcraft. He wasn't playing World of Warcraft like I was playing World you're of looking, Warcraft. You're looking okay. at him thinking he would do because he's a very attractive man in yes. great shape, but I don't think Not he all was the time. The I feel like most com most comics, male or female, yeah. didn't necessarily have the attention. I think oh, you'll find definitely. more more common females would have had the attention be just be purely being female alone. Mm. But I think there's very few comics that I know in my lifetime that have had a fine time finding or getting women before yeah. comedy. And and I can vouch for that. This is definitely, yeah, I would agree with you. And and I think, I don't know. And I think it's, it, it is, but the power is also very much so like, a man is taught that getting women is like a... Yeah, it's, it's almost, you're taught that being, having 
being attractive to loads of women is like a tick for manlyhood. It's like, yeah. yes, you are you are an alpha if you're able to say these women want me. And to some degree, it's still built within me. It's probably built within you that we have to unlearn. I think we well, have to unlearn that yeah, right I, now. I really disagree. I think that um, ha- being attractive to a lot of people is a very important thing. <laughs> I, I think- shouldn't, you shouldn't fuck them all. <laughs> You should be attractive to loads Paddle, of people. When you say it with that voice, it's just so patronizing. <laughs> I know, but you should. I just believe. Uh, Obama said this um, uh, when he was um, saying about I forgot which fucking ra- so which fucking person, but like Obama was saying like, um, oh, you think to be a man you have to have you know a harem of women and all of this, but no one good one one person mm. is the correct thing. Fact. However. <laughs> The, necess- the, the necessary conditions to be attractive to a, a broad swathe of people are, they tend to be the things that make you um, a high value individual in ah, society. I get you. Okay. So you should be attractive to a lot of people. You just should Without the intent it. of trying to be attractive to a lot of people, but, but I, just yes. having the attributes that the might attribute. be attractive to yes. you. But okay. I, yeah, but I, I think it's a difficulty of like what, what people do with what, the tools they're given. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because as I said, the most, most, a uh, lot of people that become kings are warlords and not princes. And so they weren't taught from childhood how to handle that fucking power. So what you were saying earlier on about like not being funny, then being funny and then using, not using, but you then know that you can now, you're attractive to women. Right. Mm. It was with me. Like I say this every time everyone asks me, why did you get into comedy? And my thing was when I was younger, for before comedy, to be cool in school, you either had to be attractive or funny. And I never had the choice of being the first one. Yeah. And then afterwards I go, all right, well, you know, learn how to be funny and so on. And you do comedy. Then all of a sudden, like you're saying now, Tad, the attributes of attractiveness, similar to humor, are, 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 are kind of, they're, they're aligned. They're very parallel. Yeah. To go on stage, to other people, they think you're confident. Mm. To other people, they think that you've got uh, a passion, mm. which is like not the same as everybody else. It's a very uncommon job. Mm. Um, you also are able to be funny. You command a lot of other people. Right. Even though you're not trying to command them, you're trying to entertain them, they see it as you are commanding mm. a crowd. And if you do become more and more successful, more recognized, other people recognize you, even if you could be broke, but you could be out there working and people recognize you because of social media, because of um, you doing stage and you appear on TV once or twice, doing comedy bits, they go, you are successful. All those things are attributes that many people find. Power, power, yeah. And even deeper, like with the material, they can tell, oh, he's intelligent. And also he's very vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. And the vulnerability is the element that I think that has made it a hell of a lot more harder Mm. to separate other people's view of you um, to what your reality is. Mm. You're being vulnerable because you know that that's relative and it's humorous. It's better that you do that where they go, oh my God, he's such an open and vulnerable person. And and I love that. Yeah, I'm choosing what I'm vulnerable (laughs) on stage. I'm not telling you everything. There are some dark things I don't want you to know. But because I'm choosing the things I can make funny, it gives that person a sense of like, you'll come off stage and this this is what I've found always happens, right? There's, there's someone I can think of, again, won't mention names. She's been in my DMs and she's asked me several times over years if we could go out on a date. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I've been very polite and respectful. Thank you, but no thank you. I'm not interested. I remember I looked through the messages from before when she asked me 
Um, and at the time I was in a relationship, I was like, I'm taken, sorry, but I really appreciate you, thank you. Later on, it was like, I'm not interested, sorry, but really yeah. appreciate you, thank you, right? The things that she was saying is you just seem like the kind of person that, and I'm like, you don't know what kind of person yeah. I am. Cause what I put on stage is what I choose to show you. What kind of person I am might be very different once you actually get to know me, yeah. but. But see, right. I think this is like a next level. Like, I feel like the amount of guys, like I know so many guys who don't have the capacity to turn down a woman when it's like, what do you. Do you know what? Yeah, go ahead, carry on. Do you know, and it pisses me off. It's just like, like, I'll be like, it's just like, I know every DM they get, they've got a response to, or they've got, they've got, a, they've got to feel that the the need to like have the women liking them. Yeah. So whenever, whenever they get yeah. attention, and that's the point I struggle with is like, especially like I, I, I can't imagine to like. That's why I think the 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 in a relationship with a comic is just toxic because the attention they get, and if you don't have, if you're not with somebody who you know you can trust to be like. Not not go off the girl who comes out. Oh my god, you're so funny. Do you know what I mean? You're so <laughs> funny. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and like acting on that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'll I'll be very honest. There were times when I've been at my lowest where mm. that attention I I, I thrived mm. every time it came in yes. because it was that little bit of validation that I got, and that was because I was in a relationship at the time where I felt like I couldn't please that person. Mm. And the reason I couldn't is because they had their issues going on that they didn't necessarily have it down to a T as to what would make them happy because that would change all the time based on them not dealing with their issues. Mm. So it spiraled and then I would get attention and messages I'd respond to. I may not even necessarily flirt, but mm. just knowing someone liked me yes. or found me attractive made me feel like I'm a guy. Whereas mm. I would feel like I'm not delivering in my, in my relationship. When someone would message me, I'm like, I am appealing to somebody, yeah. whereas mm -hmm. I feel like I'm failing where I am at. And I was very honest. I said that anytime I would, I would enjoy conversing with other people and it didn't even have to go into anything bar conversing, but it just gave me that validation of somebody wants me, yes. right? It is a hard thing. You have to, and you have to deal with how you feel about yourself to be able to get to a point where I can reply. I replied to most messages Generally, just to say thank you, really appreciate that. Some people repost videos. I'll be like, oh, thumbs up. Or, you know, just like a round of applause or a touch, like, thank you. Yeah. And then when someone tries to shoot their shot, I'm like, really appreciate you. Thank you. Not interested. Or I, if there are times where it just feels like it's a bit much, I might, I'll just ignore it. But there is an element of learning to say no that comes from serious practice and serious um, introspection of your uh, looking at yourself of why you have to always say yes. Mm. That then stops you after a while by going, actually, I can afford to say no because this ain't worth it. Mm. And it takes time to do that. You have to deep dive and go, what is it about me that's not fulfilled enough that I have to get the validation from somebody else? You're single right now. I am single right now. Do you, have a, you have a backlog? A backlog? What do you, what, hold on. Wait, what are we talking? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> a backlog right? of what? Because there, there are nights, like you say, the low nights that you have, and a few of those girls that slide in, you go, all right, no, but eventually, no, nah, because it's not fulfilling. It's, yeah, not, it's not fulfilling. fulfilling. Yeah, but you no, know, I, I, brother, I've done that in my twenties. Where that's true, you've I've, already had. I've done that in my twenties, where I was like, so it's all right that you have a backlog, okay? It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just you know. 
oh, I want to kill myself, but hey, I got a date with Vanessa on Tuesday. Nah, I had, I had a backlog in my 20s, if, if I think you're talking about what I think you're talking about, about women that you could call upon and say, hey. Yes. And it's not like they, I was also probably their backlog too. Mm. I had a backlog back then in terms of, it's not so much a backlog, but you had a, you could make a phone call and you're very casual with someone. Mm. I you could get do the validation, that. You get the instant validation. It's the instant one. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I could do that now as well. I yeah, don't want to. Mm. One, I don't, I've seen the comics are in their 40s, 50s now, but when they were in their 40s, were in the club chasing girls. I'm like, I don't want to be that I guy. I don't want to be like comics that I, I'm friends with up until now yeah. that for them, they probably hadn't done all the work that's done, that needed to be done to look at what makes them happy. And I see them chasing girls in the club at the same shows that we're on. I'm like, But no. it's not an, it's not a normalized thing to be able to do the work. I feel like majority of men. It's only recent we've started doing that. Men, people. women, everybody yeah. just, yeah, it is only recently. Yeah. And it, it takes a, it, I think the most difficult thing is to look at the mirror and be like, oh, I've got to work on this, mm. you know? Like, and I, and I think that's a great position to be in to acknowledge other things that you do that are that are avoiding doing the work on yourself. It takes time. It takes some, you, you get to a point. For me, it, it, I had to be as broken as I possibly could mm. to, to fix, but you got to break shells to make eggs, to break eggs to make an omelette, don't you? So yeah. mm. like, it took me a long time of being, a, like, I would say that the work started um, properly 2020, 2021, properly. Yeah. I'd, I've been okay from before that, but then circumstances, relationship breakdown, finances, mm. um, like looking at where I'm at in my life and my family and my friends and, and then obviously lockdown put the pressure on everybody and it really broke everybody who, some of the, who were already on the, on the, on the verge that really pushed me to the edge. And I had to go, no, I need to look at myself properly and go, how am I going to really truly be happy and find where happiness is? And rather than seeking, I talk about this in my show for, for um, Fringe. So rather than seeking validation from other people, I had to find a way to be happy with who I am and content with who I am. And it's not about learning how to, how, it's not about things coming at you and you go, I don't care, because mm. that's a lie. It's about when things come in at you, you go, okay, this is how I feel, but hey, let me change that by looking at the things that I do have. Like, you're, how long have you been doing comedy town? Uh, since uh, four years. Four years in KE? Uh, off and on, but about five years. Five years, okay, so 12 years in, right? You don't think that I've been around comics that are now massive on television mm. and I've had that whole kind of feeling of, what about me? Mm. When's my time going to happen? Of course I have. We're friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I want them to do bad. It's mm. more so I'm like, well, when am I going to get my chance to do good? Mm -hmm. And it's that point where you feel like, okay, I'm hurt. I'm broken. And if you don't have the tools to pick yourself up out of that, you then start seeking validation elsewhere. Yeah. I stopped that because for me, I may not be where I want to be, but I'll get there at some point. Um, and I also look at people that, that many look at me going, oh, he's killing it. And I'm like, yes, Ugh, mm, that's yeah. not true. You see what I'm saying? Loads of people though. That, yeah. People will do that. Oh, you're killing it. I'm like, I, nah, you don't know what I have to deal with. And then the that's same growth, again for though. someone else. That's growth. Mm. Having that acknowledgement and being like, I want to. Well, there's also, yeah. sorry. No, you go. I was going to say that. You're learning. Good. He's learning. What? Katie, you trained him. Not to cut her. You trained him. Mm. Well done. I'm, well I'm self-aware. I'm like a human being. I've been around other homo sapiens. <laughs> I'm playing God. So go but what is it? Yeah, it's... Uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Now <laughs> nah, you gave it to Katie, remember? Uh, what, what, was, what was it? What, what were we talking about? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm at a point now where I've realized that there's no amount of success I can have that will make me happy. 
Literally. That's good. Mm. That's good. What would make you happy? Uh, well, my dream is... Little Malungas. Uh, yeah, to wake up uh, in the morning, go downstairs, make my kids breakfast, take them to school, come back. My wife's already gone to work. And so I write for a few hours at some cafe, pick them up, do their homework with them, maybe see my wife when she gets home at like six for an hour, go out, do my shows, come back, watch TV together. And then go to bed. Let me kiss my kiss in the forehead. This is this ain't the kind of what we heard earlier on. That's a literal no. dream. Has this wow. podcast changed you? Or is yeah, this already? What? No, this has always been the literal dream, and that's I've, why. Okay. That's why everything I have financially is set up geared towards my guy specifically. That my guy. So it's a lot easier. Like you work towards something. You got yeah, to work towards target. it. The target is there. You have to work towards the infrastructure of being able to support a family before the yeah. family even exists. Yeah. Right. Mm. You can't just start like have a family and then go, all right, now that I've got kids, let me yeah. think, how do I save? Yeah. What do I do? How do you pay council tax? What is yeah. that for? What but, about, what about you, Katie? What's yeah. yours? What will make you happy? I think I'd be happy having a family. Um, I don't know. I, I feel, I, I just want stability. I okay. think that will make me just having, having a home, Having, a, I think a life partner. I think that's what that's my goal. Okay. I feel like I can't. I'd like kids eventually, but I can't envision having kids yet because I don't have the, I don't have a partner to be like. This is who I want to raise sense. a family yeah. with. Makes sense. So I just a life partner, stability, home, and just as close to happiness as I can get. Amen. I like yeah. it. I've what got about you? Um, me. So with happy, I want kids. I want a family. I want, I want a wife. I want children. Um, but I've learned to retrain how I think about how I describe it. I don't want a wife. I just, I want to learn how to be a good husband. Mm -hmm. I don't want kids. I want to be a good father because it's easy to get those. I could get married at any point by just asking somebody who is infatuated with me and I'm Menopause girl. With hey, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. You're going to get 50% with that's, you if you dream with her. Someone. That's not happening. <laughs> You could, and the thing is, I'm, I'm, I have no issue with dating someone that's older than me. In fact, it's majority of women that are older than me and then it is younger than me that find me attractive and I'm attracted to as well. But it's just because we, like, so someone's going to menopause, not an issue to me. I don't think that way. However, it's just the fact that she invited me to an event, which is a mm. menopause awareness event. To, that's where I was For a bit iffy. First date. First date. That's where it threw me off. Jesus. Going straight, but, um, straight into it. Straight into letting you know, Ori, this is what you're in for, just so yeah. you know. So date, like we, six months in and I will be having hot flushes and all sorts. I'm not Sorry, my sense of humor is kind of dry. <laughs> <laughs> you are a terrible time. <laughs> so How do you like your eggs in the morning? <laughs> I don't have any. I like it with a smile. I like oh, it. you're terrible. <laughs> How do you like your eggs in the morning? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I don't have any. Oh these are Bloody Marys. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? All right. So. You're this. There's a special place in like hell. Like, I feel Me like and my mum have a whole bit on this. Sorry. Tad, you have a whole bit on this. Me and you? my mum have menopause banter all the time. It's really You it's banter really with upsetting. your... Let me finish what I'm saying. And I want to go into this real quick about your mum and you and having menopause banter. Yeah, um, I made a promise to myself. If I'm not in a position where I know that I could have children and not traumatize them, yeah. I don't want kids. I want. Yeah. I don't want to put. Like you cannot guarantee it. However, you. No, it's true. You cannot guarantee it. But if I know there are tra there are no there are issues within me that I could deal with now that stop my child from having to go through massive stages of of therapy later on in their life 
and I don't do anything about it, then I'm not ready to have kids. Because mm. for me, I'm not giving them the fair chance at life that yes. I think I would have wanted. Yes. I'm not giving my family a fair chance because I'm too busy going, I'll learn on the fly. Mm. But like you were saying earlier on, you can carry, there's, there's collateral damage in trying to yeah. progress <laughs> when it comes to dealing with people. And I don't want to do that or become that for somebody else. Cause I've been that for someone else as well. Yeah. Um, I do have a vision. Um, you know that thing where parents, they wake up on Christmas day and they've got all the, the onesies and all the kids yeah. are dressed up in that same onesie. Oh, yes. I have that vision okay. of doing that with me, my wife and my kids um, all in one onesie. Mm. I do have that vision someday happening. Whether it will happen or not, hey, I'm happy to ride with whatever God blesses me with. But at this moment in time, that I like that. But the thing that will make me happy is being able to say, it's not that I just have a wife, it's that I am a good husband, yeah. which takes work. And it's not that I'm a father, not that I have kids, it's that I am a good father, which mm. also takes work. So that's where I think happiness lies in what I would like in the future, mm. which is the opposite to like Katie's type, because it sounds like I got like an idea of things all together yeah. and where you just want an absolute nervous wreck of a man, don't you? <laughs> no, no I'm, le I'm learning that that's not, that's my, my issue is, that's an issue in itself. Do you know what I mean? And, but you know yeah. that you, yeah. you are doing something about it. Yeah, I am doing something about it. Amen. High five. I'm really trying, and, but I think it's fear as well. Fear stops me from. You go with your with something that you know you know you know the outcome of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fear fear of actually getting it right and having mm. what you want because then you get it and if that fails or falters, then all of a sudden it is it kind of breaks and corrupts everything that you've held onto. Yes. 100%. That is a real thing. But it's also accepting that when you get what you want, you'll feel empty. You will. You always have and you always will because um, every time you achieve something... <laughs> so the, happy. The whole, the, whole, the whole part of... The whole point of comedy, why it's so addictive is you never reach the end. Mm. You never get to... There's, there's always another Ke audience. Kevin Hart's still like, what the fuck can I do? Yeah. Like, it's so... Like, there's always another like, audience. There's always something yeah. more. There's and always another joke to find. And yeah. so, like, um, you have to accept that... Oh, the, what is this? One of the greatest things I learned was that um, the, 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 dop dop the dopaminergic release is not from the attainment of things. It's actually from the journey towards things. Mm. And those steps, 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 yep, steps, yep, steps, yep. steps, 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 okay. And so, um, every, which is why like, when you got the reserve, mm. you felt happy for a day and you felt empty the next. Yeah. I got, I got, went through a really bad IBS episode after, because I had so much, <laughs> I was, it was the most stressful time ever actually in my life. Like it was yeah. a week of like, I couldn't eat anything. Oh wow. I actually like, and I think it was just like, it was happiness, but also as soon as you get it, it's like imposter syndrome. I'm like, oh, I don't deserve this. Oh, I, someone else would have been better. Oh, oh mm. like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it is that thing of like, right before it, you're like, I, I would do anything. And I'd then right after. i kids for this. I mean, not that. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not for the pleasant reserve, but you know, for a Netflix special, absolutely. Like, no, no, not and on that note, <laughs> is that, uh, yeah. thank you for that, sir. <laughs> sorry about that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> just thought we were nah, aligned. fine. That's nah, okay. I thought we were um, aligned. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. Before we go, two things. One, menopausal mother, I want to know. Oh, um, mm. yeah. Banter. Uh, I'm surprised your mum hasn't beat you up, you know. Mm. I mean, well, she, yeah, she did, yeah. Oh, good. Because any woman I know that's going through men menopause or having the conversation around it, like, yeah, it's mm. not a thing that they want. Well, yeah. the thing is, the same with mum and grandparents both. Like, um, what they do is they they go, oh, this thing is making me feel bad. Or this thing is making me feel uncomfortable. Let's make it funny. 
Mm. And uh, that's the way to deal. So my grandparents were like, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, banter. I'm like, please stop. I don't want to think mm. about your death. Yeah. Mum will go, oh, I, uh, I'm going to see you. I'm like, this is not good comedy. Mm. I can take you f- to fucking the angel workshop f- for a weekend and we can have a writing session. But this is not good stuff. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not well written. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, uh, everyone has their way of coping. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a bitch about how, um, the people who I'll, I'll give them what they need. Yeah. They've given me enough. Give them what they need. More menopause jokes. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. right. <laughs> if you want to crack open the barrel, ma, okay, let's go. I can do this. Um, yeah, you must be yeah. delightful in your household with your family. I'm a very good son. I'm an exceptional grandson, but I'm a good son. Fair news. Yeah. And the second thing I'm going to ask before we go is your show. Tell me, uh, Katie, where is it? What time? You both are on the show together. So let me know about it. How can people watch it? Uh, what is it about? Talk to me. We are doing the Pleasance Comedy Reserve. Come on. It's um, every day except for two days off, the 16th and the... I don't know. Okay, that's great. <laughs> and um, it's every day, 940 at, in the Pleasant Dome at Jack Dome. Okay. And yeah, come and see us. It sells out every year. So you're going to, you, if you don't get tickets, you won't get tickets. So just get tickets. Get tickets. Yeah. Come how, and see us. How was, when you say sells out, is it a big venue? What size? What's like 75. 75, nice. Yeah. And it's mm. been sold out every day so far? Yeah. Well, we've had two days only. Two days. It's yeah. been, it's been, yeah. yeah it's cool. a, I, have a, I have such mm. a vision for next year. And I'm so glad you're here with me right now. Go ahead. What's the vision? you're going to, well, I, I made a private Instagram story. Uh, so I can, I can, um, I was, I was quite drunk and high last night. So next year. Can I read it out? Uh, please read it out. Right, That'll so be so funny. I gotta hold the screen, yeah? All right, here we go. Here we go. Have you heard, have you seen this already? No, I'm not on your close friends. Sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you lot are living together for a month. You could put in your close friends. I'm sorry. I'm might be a good thing because there might be some stuff you might be saying about you. I'm, all of I promise you I'm not. Co-tenants. It's, it's all about mm. me. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> this is Tadiwa's. Uh, next year game. Next year game. And by the way, if you if you go to the next story, this is two in the morning. I thought. Okay. Of this. All right. Two thirty six a.m. He put this. Here we go. <laughs> next year, I want to set up some cameras in all the main hubs at the start of the fringe for a few days. I want to record people flyering on mass all day. Then I want to run the tape through facial recognition software to find the individuals who made the most contact with other individuals. Then I want to poach and recruit all the best flyers at a rate of 18 pounds an hour. If I charge high enough prices and big enough rooms, this fleet of flyers would pay off itself in two rows of seats max. It's actually not a bad idea. I'm going to give them all... um, There's some legal reasons. um, I'm going to give them all phone... Well, no, you can can film whatever you want in public. But you you take some phone battery packs and you give them the fully charged battery packs every day. And so um, instead of like giving out flyers, they're going to walk up to people. Have you heard of Tamalola? And then um, they'll stamp people with QR codes. Okay. And the QR codes will have a link to my website. So tadamalungi.com slash, and then uh, a randomly generated um, string. And so um, I can use- Wait, wait. Have you ever been stamped? Pardon? 
Have you ever been stamped? Yeah, stamped them a few times. Stamp them yeah, and then they just they, scan they, the. Sometimes half the stamp doesn't get on. Yeah, yeah, just, just stamp it really hard. You might no, maybe no. a sticker might do it. Sticker, maybe sticker, sticker, sticker. Yeah, sticker, yeah. yeah. Um, a stamp might do it because half the ink on the, yeah. Mm, but it's a QR code. It has to be accurate, like yeah. to the dot. They're, um, they're well, gonna scan you, you and it's gonna go to somebody else. Um, but yeah, I can track. Um, I can basically use Google Analytics to track which people have been the ones to make the consumers hit my website. Okay. And then I can charge them commission based on um, how many people there. Seems so like you're going to be putting a lot of money into this. Incentivize people. I won't be putting money. I won't be putting money because these it'll cameras. Pay, it'll pay for itself. The cameras, you know, well, it's like four or five hundred pounds, um, and then uh, you know, you have to do it where everyone's flying. Yeah, so I just have, I just sit, I just leave the camera there, and like, oh, I'll, I'll put like a sticker or BBC or whatever, and I'll, oh, it's a BBC camera. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> just stick BBC on the camera. People I feel even. like you already have cameras that have been <laughs> but for other reasons. Hey, oh, uh, no, there's no tape. Um, Remember, you're next door to him, so yeah, yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, your I, room I is like bugged like Nixon. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah be Nixon. careful. If you see a camera that says BBC <laughs> in the shower room or something, wait, hold on. Just lo- I want to know this last question. In you obviously have to share with the other two as well because it's Pleasant's Reserve. Tell me you all have your own individual showers. No. no. We have one. We have one shower. Between four of you? Yeah. yeah. Can I be the first to say, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> fucking ugh. <laughs> one toilet and everything as well? Two Dude, toilets. There's two toilets. Okay, two toilets, but one shower. shower. Yeah. With people I don't necessarily know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's, um, yeah. Ugh. No. Uh, Katie had, ugh. Yeah, I'm not saying you guys are nasty or the other two are nasty, but no, the uh, concept is nasty. You know when you just want to like I don't know, shave your legs. Yeah, legs. <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna go with legs. I did a pre I did a pre fringe shave before I came, just out of courtesy to the your legs. Thing. I hope yes. No, everything else. Remember, he's in the room next. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and. What I'm saying is, I did it for you. I didn't do it for me. You did it for who? I did it for everyone I'm with so that they don't have to live in a house where- With stubble. I've, with stubble. In that the strains. That's come from places because oh. that's fucking inappropriate. No, it's inappropriate. Oh, Tad, you are disgusting. Thank you so much for your service. I, honestly, I should have a statue. <laughs> Kitty, he wants a clap on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, listen, thank you for coming down. Uh, This podcast has been deep and introspective as well as uh, full of content, funny, and some form of an intervention for for Tad, I would say. And for you as well when it comes to the kind of guys you date. Yeah, I did did find that intervention. And it's been very validating for me to know that I'm somebody who people go, he's all right. Yeah, you really are. Thank you, Casey. I've said this several times. You're the kind of person I want to become, and I will. I think that's a good goal. Nah, don't. Nah, nah, carry on. No, I don't want to become. I don't want to become you. I want to become like you. I want to become you minus all the flaws. Minus all the flaws. Nah, minus minus all the shit that there's you hide a, very hey, well. The yeah. flaws is what made me me. How about yeah. that? All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. We do have to get ourselves ready for our next fringe shows today. Thank you for joining uh, on the uh, Respectfully podcast. Tadabo Malinga. Malinga. Oh my God, I got it wrong. Malinga. Uh, it's Galifianakis. Galifianakis. You're close. <laughs> Tadawa 
Malinge. Yes. Nah, I was going to say Malinga for something. But do you know what? It's Malunge. But Malunge. I, Malunge. Malunge. Right. Yeah. Tadawa Malunge. Yeah. I said it right at the top. I don't know why I said Malinge. Sorry, apologies. It's fine. All right. Tadawa, what's your social media? Uh, Tadawa Malunge uh, 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 on Instagram. Yes. It's just Tadawa Malunge. Yeah, spell that because I don't. It's uh, T-A-D-I-W-A-M-A-H-L-U-N-G-E. And uh, I'm sorry that I had to spell it. You could have just looked at the title of the podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. Learn to read. <laughs> 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 All right, okay. You could have done that as well, guys. Oh my God. And can I just say, I'm going to sample Katie's laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just, anytime I want to laugh, I'm just going to sample it and put it on the soundboard. Yeah, please do. I've got it recorded on a separate channel just for that. All right. And Katie, what is your social media? Uh, my Instagram is Katie G Comedy. My Twitter is KT Spicy. And that's basically. That's all the things. Those are the ones you use, yeah? Yeah. Lovely. Uh, mine is Ori Styler, A-U-R-I-E-S-T-Y-L-A. And um, follow the Respectfully Podcast uh, page, which is Respectfully Pod. Thank you for listening, guys. Take it easy. We'll catch you on the next one. Uh, the Ed Fringe editions uh, will be up pretty regularly. Just more comics will come in. We'll talk and have a laugh. Thank you guys for joining. Take it easy. Thank you. Later. Respectfully. Respectfully.